0: Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL network.
1: Coming up 20 minutes from now. We'll- 20 minutes for now. It's our number three on the show. We will do player props in the AFC and NFC North as we celebrate football this week here on You Better You Bet with Nick Costos and Will Brinson. Ken Barkley on vacation returns to the show coming up next Monday. So we'll talk Justin Fields' passing props and rushing props. Justin Jefferson's receiving yards prop. How about Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and the Cincinnati Bengals? We will do all of it coming up next hour here on You Better You Bet. Our pal Jason Sobel, SiriusXM PGA Tour Radio, will join us final hour in the Power Hour. Bets for the 3M Open. All of our bets for tonight night in Major League Baseball and the Women's World Cup, I gotta bet on the Yankees and Mets in the Subway Series. Spoiler alert. I would never bet on the Mets when they play my favorite team. So I'm going to bet the Yankees. We'll talk about that coming up in the Power Hour. Domingo Herman against Justin Verlander. But joining us right now to wrap up Hour number 2 on the show. Had a stellar debut. You better you bet debut last week, breaking down the Women's World Cup. So we needed to have him on again because the United States is playing coming up tomorrow night, Wednesday night, against the Netherlands after a 3-0 win in uh, in their opener this past Friday night against Vietnam. Honestly, like credit to Vietnam, felt like that could have been like 11 0. So Vietnam did well to give that to 3 0. Alex Morgan saying that the team didn't click. Maybe they will be able to click coming up on Wednesday against the Dutch, or maybe not. Our pal Anthony DeBundo from the Action Network stops by now to break it all down on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. Anthony, welcome back to the show. Nick and Will, my friend, how's it going?
2: It's going well. Uh, the tournament has been really tough thus far, with just the lack of action. We've we've had very few goals. It's been a underfest and some sloppy play. But hoping that you know now that we're entering the second match day for all these teams, that there's some more cohesion and we get some better attacking footy.
0: Well, you, you mentioned the lack of goals, and I mean, you can, you know, you can see it like the, you know, the goal differentials. You've got some stuff, you know, you got some teams where it's like Japan is like plus five. I think Germany's got one that's jacked up in Brazil plus four. But it's like, by and large, I mean, this is all really tight and, and it's been low scoring. Is that something that we can attribute to this tournament as a whole? Is that something that um, is just emblematic of the early round action where teams are sort of, sort of you know, because it's the national team and they, sure they practice, but you're still trying to get your your, your footing going? I go, what What's the reason for the lack lack of scoring there, Anthony. Uh,
2: A lot of it is, I think, the cohesion effect. You know, you saw this in in Qatar with the Men's World Cup. The first round, uh, unders hit like 60, 65%. This tournament's been even crazier. We're 14-4 to the under. If you bet both teams to score no in every game, you'd be 17-1, so that means there's only one match which both teams have scored in this tournament. We've only had uh, 32 goals in 18 matches. Now, if you look at, you know, the underlying numbers, expected goals, one of the big ones you'll hear in soccer handicapping, uh, there have been 49 expected goals, so 32 goals, 49 XG. A lot of it comes down to just really bad finishing, uh, and you don't expect that to continue for the entirety of the tournament. Uh, but you're also seeing teams pretty much shut it down. I mean, they, you know, Columbia last night went up 2-0 in the first half and pretty much just, you know, parked the bus for the second half, didn't do a ton uh, of risk-taking. So uh, certainly Game State's playing a role, but as these teams get more desperate, they have to open up more. I do expect more goals, and you're certainly seeing the market react. I mean, a lot of these totals have been getting steamed down for days. Uh, Columbia and South Korea last night opened two and a half, closed almost one and a half. So wow. you're seeing a ton of movement on the market toward the unders, the underdogs, uh, of course, being correlated as well.
1: Yeah. So even just looking at uh, our show sponsor, BetMGM, Japan, Costa Rica tonight, and obviously the numbers will be different at different sports books, but at BetMGM, the total's three and a half. Under is minus 185 for Japan and Costa Rica. Now, again, that's that's a bad MGM number. Maybe it's different elsewhere, but that's just a, a little interesting to Anthony's point. Um, Anthony, three goals for the United States um, in its opener on Friday night, a win against Vietnam. We'll circle back to tonight's games. I know you have a thought on Canada and Ireland um, coming up tonight or maybe like early in the morning, whatever. But it'll happen at some point in between now and when we're on the air on Wednesday, where the United States and the Netherlands will play on Wednesday night. The United States minus 140 to win in the 90, draw plus 250 at BetMGM. The Dutch plus 400 to steal an outright win in the 90 against the United States. Total sitting at two and a half. This one is juiced way under as well. What are your expectations for the United States and the Dutch on Wednesday night?
2: Yeah, you know, if you'd hit the openers, you could have got some good value on that under. It's, It's taken a lot of money as has most of the matches in this tournament uh but i think the united states first match was really interesting you know you have to credit vietnam like you said you know they they did fight hard and they defended the penalty area well uh but you know when you see the united states with 75 percent pass completion percentage in their first match that's pretty alarming now they ended up with you know over four expected goals like you said you know rose lavelle hits the hits the bar alex morgan misses a penalty they could have had four five six goals sophia smith and Trinity Rodman. Uh, where their two best players brought the ball into the penalty area eight times via carries, which is ridiculously good uh, production from their wide players. But uh, yeah, the the pass completion in the midfield and kind of connecting the midfield to the top two strikers uh, wasn't great. And I think that that's something that's been a problem for the U.S. women's national team uh, in the last couple, couple of years where they really struggled to break down teams who are going to be more defensive. Now, that's not the Dutch's style. The Dutch are very much a uh, press and possess team. They want to have a lot of the ball. Their defense... Uh, can be a little bit shaky in a, in a lower block. So I think from a tactical perspective, maybe the US has the edge. They are the more talented team. Uh, I'm lower generally than the market coming in on the Dutch here. They did have a, a pretty routine 1-0 no win, Another another match where early goal and then nothing happened for 80 minutes. Uh, And they won 1-0 against Portugal. But overall, uh, no real betting interest for me unless I can get the Dutch at plus one, closer to about minus 110, 120. Right now, uh, that number is just a little bit too high for me. But if I can get that goal, uh, I will take the Dutch because I just don't really think the United States is firing on all cylinders. Alex Morgan had a really poor first game uh, from her underlying uh, numbers, only eight touches in the penalty area for her, which is uh, surprisingly low given how much possession they had uh, in that first 65 minutes when she was on the pitch. So I have my question marks and my doubts. Uh, but I would need a better number to play the Dutch.
0: There are a few things in life that are more entertaining and enjoyable than waking up to sweat out some like some kind of gambling action. Like my preferred situation is Sunday, five thirty a.m. British Open, and you're you're waking up with coffee and uh, and pouring sweat because you've got like the leader and or you got you know some kind of matchup. But I'll settle for Canada and Ireland, who I believe are playing at eight a.m. On, uh, is that on Wednesday? Is that right? 8 a.m. Yeah, tomorrow? tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. so 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. You pop up, you get a little Canadian, you get the Canadians, you get the Irish, a traditional coupling like none other, right? Um, looks like a pretty close matchup up a expected low-scoring game here. Minus 210 on an under two and a half at Bet BetMGM. Uh, do you like anything in particular in this game so people can enjoy
2: a little sweat with their Irish-Canadian
0: breakfast? Some yeah, I,
2: and do, a... I do like ireland uh plus a half I, the market's come down a lot here too as well canada was as high as minus 200 on monday but when the market moved toward the under you're going to see the market move toward the underdog as well expecting a lower event type game that really favors the underdog but i think you know coming into this tournament ireland had posted some really interesting uh friendlies and world cup qualifying results they played sweden twice held them to two goals in total they played the united states twice in america and held them to two non-penalty goals in uh, 180 minutes. So those were kind of performances that made you kind of bat your eye and say, wait a second, you know, is this Ireland defense a lot better than we think? Uh, their first game uh, of the World Cup, they lost one nil to Australia. Very controversial penalty decision. Australia did not have their top striker, but they held Australia to 0.7 expected goals from open play. Mm. Uh, that's really impressive defensively. Uh, and, you know, it's something that makes me think that this is not really a fluke. Canada... One of the more underrated and better midfields in this tournament, but their striker production looked really poor in the first match. They were under one uh, non-penalty expected goal in the first match against a much worse defense in Nigeria. So I just don't really trust this Canadian attack to separate. Uh, and so Ireland, you know, if they fall behind, it puts them in a tricky spot. They don't have a ton of attacking firepower. Uh, I do have a couple of Americans uh, who play for the Irish national team as well. But uh, I think plus a half, anything plus money for me is worth a bet on Ireland. I think this is another grinded out, low scoring kind of game. Uh, which, of course, favors the underdog.
1: You better, you bet. Here with Nick Casos and Will Brinson on a terrific. I guess it's football at this point, Ren, right? since so we're talking soccer. It's very football Tuesday, talking the Women's World Cup with our pal Anthony Debundo from the Action Network. I'm pronouncing your name correctly, right? Debundo, yes. not Debundo. Debundo, I, yep. I get it. Because I. I, cause I the, bu- the Bundo is what I was saying. Always oh, a great me, thing like, to ask bundo, mid-segment to, right. to a guest <laughs> I, on it. I, I don't, don't want to get the name. Right. You know how many radio interviews I, I do, and like my name gets absolutely butchered, so I want to make sure I what get What do they the say? What they how do they, do they pronounce your name? Bundo here with us, uh,
2: Nick Costos. Costos.
1: Costes like Bob Costas. All my soccer yeah. trophies growing up were misspelled because of Bob Costas. Also, I'm not an athlete. It's not even meant to be a humble brag. I was like, six. Everyone gets a trophy. Anyway, uh, Anthony, we were talking offline earlier, and you mentioned you had interest in betting a game coming up this weekend, and that is France and Brazil. And I know you are high on France coming into the Women's World Cup. We talked about it last week. France, a nil-nil draw against Jamaica in its first game, while Brazil looking super impressive, shelling Panama 4-0 in its first game. Uh, France plus 155, Brazil plus 165, draw plus 225, total 2.5, and and you guessed it, uh, juice towards the under. What about France and Brazil coming up on July 29th this weekend?
2: yeah you know this is a classic example the market has really overreacted to i think one one game you know france had really turned uh turned it up against uh in some of their friendlies prior to the world cup they come into the world cup they sleepwalk through the first 45 minutes against jamaica it was one of the ugliest first halves i've seen any of the favorites play and i'm sitting there you know i have a france ticket to win it all and i'm like this team you know they look just disinterested uh the second half was much more what i expect to see from france uh, looked very dangerous on set pieces. Les Samara got more involved. Uh, Diani almost scored a couple times. They hit the post late. Created 2XG, uh, most of it in the second half. And really, you know, Jamaica, credit to them for defensively, but they were hanging on for dear life at the end of that game uh, to get that point. And sometimes that happens. It's soccer. It's a, it's a very high-variant sport. Uh, Brazil does the opposite. They go and they you know put the sword to, uh, to Panama and kind of roll and, and look like the best team in the world. Uh, France does have some real advantages here coming into the tournament France was minus 200 to win this group for a reason uh, They are the more talented team. They are better on set pieces And so now you know this market open France plus 110 115 now you can get France as a dog I think it's just a classic, you know market overreacts to one game two games where one team looks amazing and one team kind of underperforms uh, and now you can you know almost buy back on it and take the French so I took some France draw no bet like I said, I think they're the clearly better team here. Eloth has them as a top five team. Brazil closer to like 10th or 11th. Uh, so I, I think the, the, you know, the as great as Brazil look, and I think part of it is the contrast. This tournament has been so, I don't want to say dull, but uh, lacking a sharp edge. And Brazil was the one team that came out and just looked like, you know, if you've ever seen the Brazilian men's team playing some beautiful stuff, scoring some great goals. Uh, as good as that was against Panama, big step up in competition here against Les Bleus. Uh, I like the French, John nobleu
1: you uh, how do you pronounce um portuguese uh, Joga yoga bonito is that how you pronounce it the beautiful game how they say in brazil in portuguese so that's yeah what, that's yo- what, yoga that's
0: bonito, what the yes
1: yoga yes i'm i can't, I can't speak. nick,
0: yoga nick was in your first oh, honeymoon you'll have to excuse him yeah and it was <laughs> and portuguese like needs work
1: and i'll tell you like i'd like to go back I think everyone speaks English everywhere. I think like it's all right. Uh, Anthony, great job again. Anthony DeBundo on Twitter does great work for our friends over at the Action Network, breaking down the Women's World Cup, breaking down soccer, among other sports, for our friends over at the Action Network. Anthony, enjoyed it, my friend. Great job. Going to the Phillies game tonight. Enjoy that game, and we'll talk to you soon. Yep, go Hey, Phils. thanks, Anthony. You go Apparently mm. Anthony DeBundo <laughs> joining us here, here on the show. All right. Uh, two hours down. Two more to go. A full NFL hour coming up next, AFC North, NFC North props. Can't wait to get into it as we celebrate football this week on You Better, You Bet with Nick and Will on the BETQL Network.
0: We'll be right back with You Better, You Bet, presented by BETMGM on the BETQL Network.